All right, so you come to. God damn it. You are in a white, a white room. Yeah. Yeah. A room with no walls. Oh, the fuck, man. Just a, uh, a white landscape. You're kind of going like, what the hell is this about? You turn around as much as you can, you know, feel yourself turn around in the room with no walls. And standing there uh, is a man. Yeah. He's dressed like a clown. Uh-huh. Big red nose. He's got uh, a balloon. Yeah. The, the balloon has your face on it. Yeah. He looks at you and he goes, hello, Aaron. My name is Dreamy Dan, ruler of the dreamscape. Yeah, I know. And welcome to the Time Odyssey Part 2. God damn it. The birth and death of light. You wake the up. The birth and death of light? Am I getting that right? It's, it's, that's the name of the The, of the birth adventure. and death of light. Okay. So I want to make sure I heard you right. So, um, God, you, uh, you remember that you had like a weird dream, but you don't quite recall the details. You're just kind of like, that was strange. Yeah. And, uh, you kind of just put it out of your mind. You just kind of move on. You're hanging out and, um, you look at the walls and there's been this thing that you've always done since you were a little kid where if there's like cracks or just markings in the wall, you like to look at it and imagine what shape it's in. Yeah, man. I used to do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a sort of like you're making constellations out of, uh, yeah. you know, just your surroundings. And <clears throat> you just find yourself like doing that, you know? Yeah. Even uh, like reverting to a lot of your uh, childhood things lately. Um, what do you mean by that? Um, like when you were a kid, you were like super into drawing. Uh, you would draw uh, giant dicks when you were a kid. Man, that was a lot of my portfolio when I was at school. You know, yeah, I did a lot of that. Yeah, and like you got really good at it. Like yeah. you got so good at it that like you're kind of known around the school as the uh, the penis painter. That's your nickname, man. Even though you're not painting, you're drawing, but still. Oh geez. So I did I snuck them into a lot of my a lot of my pieces. Oh yeah. A lot of pieces in my pieces. There were yeah, there was a uh an incident because um for you guys had like an art contest. Yeah. And uh you drew a memory that you had when you were younger. Uh-huh. It was your first picnic. Yeah, uh, you went with your uh, entire family. You're four years old. Yeah. You just remember the way the sun was shining, the way it felt on your skin. Yeah. Every once in a while, you remember this, and you get goosebumps. Man. Goosebumps from the sun. And you're like um, looking around, and um, <clears throat> the blue of that sky. Yeah. You remember thinking to yourself, that's the bluest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You looked over. Your mom smiles at you. Yeah. She rustles your hair playfully. And you know in that moment, 
you will never be alone. Then also in the corner, there's like a dick. So that was like the art. It, it won uh, the it, it won it won the competition, but like after a while, they were like, "Oh shit!" There's a there's clearly like a like a penis here. What did I what did I call the the piece? It's called that fateful day. Dot dot dot. Oh, that sucks so bad. And then next to it, you draw a penis, but they also don't notice that. Why? That they just you know they're kind of you know not the most. Uh, observant no that yeah also stuff was happening you know it was it was kind of a a, a weird time in uh in our nation's history back then so so anyway uh the penis painter yeah the penis painter um so you've been Awful. like reverting back to these childish things lately you know so you've been like painting stuff or drawing stuff rather like you drew a uh you're not sure where like why this popped into your head but you drew a, a picture of a a deer on hind legs, like with a package that he's delivering. Yeah. And you draw it and it's amazing. Yeah. It's really, really good. And then in the corner, there's, there's like a, a dick. Are we talking like, how, like balls and, and stuff? Balls and shaft. The whole Va- everything. Va- Va- All is the it veiny? What? Is it veiny? No. It's a smooth shaft. It's a smooth one, yeah. Not to say that you wouldn't be able to do a veiny one and just this this time you, you just didn't so uh, the smoothie so uh you're kind of looking at the the walls and you're picturing it, it also really seems like i'm fucking these things up if i'm like drawing this really wonderful piece but then like putting a, a dick and balls down yeah there. it's not a. yeah it's, it's a thing that's kind of kept you out of like galleries and stuff and being taken seriously but it, is it like the same dick and balls every time like it's like a like oh a signature? no no oh no 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 there's quite a variety to your dick and balls you, you sometimes it'll be like like i said veiny sometimes it'll be perfectly smooth sometimes it's hairless sometimes it's everywhere cut uncut multiple holes like there's all kinds of stuff going Man. on yeah but what couldn't i kind of like leverage that as like uh this is my this is how i i autograph my my pieces. I mean, yeah, you you tell people that, and but they're just like, dude, we can't put this up. Like, I I get an art gallery couldn't have a dick in a in a thing. No, it's a new law. It's a new law. Yeah, there's a new law uh, that was passed uh, <laughs> by a, Trump. It's uh, so it's a federal law. It's a federal law that uh, you can't show uh, dick and balls in uh, like art or. Um, movies or anything like that like like the, the, when we made the announcement he said um the days of watching a movie and thinking you'll see a dick and balls are over that, that seems Trump. like it would violate like a, you know like the constitution yeah i mean it's there 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 is a legal battle raging uh about this but for right now they're like look we can't rock the boat like our funding is kind of so i'm committing a federal offense when i put a dick and balls on my art um y- you are not you cannot be held liable it's just th- it's the space will so the artist is okay to put whatever they want Oh, you can do whatever you want it's just that like if you put it up somewhere you know the the person who owns the building will you know get fined jesus christ 78 million dollars so i i can't display any of my art no but wh- so why the fuck wouldn't i just take it off of there because 
if it's every keeping time, me out, fuck you. Every time that you complete a, God a, damn a work, it, you look at it and you think to yourself, like, it just doesn't feel finished. And like you've tr- you've gone the most that you've gone is a day in between finishing the piece and adding the dick and balls in the corner because like what like you were just trying to live your life, go to work and all this stuff, and you just couldn't concentrate on anything. You felt like your atoms were shaking, like you could feel them. Your left eye uh, slowly started to go blind. That fucking sucks, Pat. You go home. Why? Because because you you were so stressed at not completing your work. Jesus, you Christ. think you, you like and you you think to yourself, a Brooks always completes his work. It's kind of like your family motto. Man, you don't know my family at all. We're fucking lazy. So you look at the cracks in the wall, right? Not cracks, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, you the texture. Full, of the yeah, wall. the texture, and it's almost like it looks like someone's face. And you're like, yeah, I've seen that. You're like, wow, crazy. And then, like, it's almost like you can see, like, their arms and legs. What the fuck? An entire body. Pat is happening. And you're, like, you're a little perplexed. And uh, out of the wall steps a man. Fuck you. Out of the cracks in the wall. Fuck you, Pat. He comes out of the texture of the wall. He just he just emerges from the wall. Is he textured? Is he a nude man? <laughs> no. He's not nude. He's wearing uh, a purple robe. All over this robe are uh, pictures of like a raven. God damn it. He's uh, in his left hand. And to a moment you think to yourself, the sinister one. He's holding uh, his staff of infinite sorrows. He's wearing like a, like a pointy magician's cap. Yeah, and he's a wizard. Yeah, it's a wizard of Baltimore. Yeah. Uh he's he's like, hey, how are you? Why the fuck are you in my house? You just emerged from my wall. Is there a hole in my wall? It's like it no, there's no there's no hole. He goes, Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, you have to stop violating my privacy. You know? That doesn't make me want to work with you when you just appear in my house. <laughs> You can call me or text me or knock on the door. So like, yeah, I don't really text. Well, fuck. Well, I'm not going to help you if you're going to be a fucking asshole to me all the time. This guy has the worst Maryland accent. That's another thing you've ever heard in your life. I don't want to talk to him. Please text me. His accent. It sounds like an innocent man being put to death. Jesus Christ, Pat. It's horrible. That is grim. Takes out a can of a Natty Bow, the official beer of Baltimore. Chugs it. He goes, "Look, I got something for you." What? What? Out of thin air, he's a wizard. He's suddenly holding a chicken. He goes, "A live chicken?" Yeah. What do you do? It seems like that chicken be pretty riled up. It is. It's it's in an unfamiliar, uh, you know, environment. I don't and, want. Yeah, yeah, I don't want a live chicken. What am I going to do with a live chicken? He goes. And again, it's the worst Maryland accent. Yeah, you've ever heard in your life. And he goes on to explain that it's a it's a magic chicken that could lay the most perfect eggs. 
he goes you're he's like he's basically like yeah you're gonna want to have these eggs around i got a feeling what are you doing i don't want to keep a fucking chicken that's a lot of work that's gonna break my fucking lease i can't have a chicken that's against my lease pat no pets he goes yeah but you know it, it might help you out it might uh I, that, it's not, it's not gonna help me things. when it gets me fucking kicked out of this apartment i can't have pets it's a non-starter yeah but you were thinking about moving out anyway it's too many memories you haven't seen your girlfriend you, in uh, about Fuck a month you she ostensibly has gone missing you know you um she's missing yeah and you are the number one suspect why would i be the number one suspect you just are, man. I mean, I mean, you know, it's always they go. When the guy investigating you, he, he's, what's his name? <laughs> this guy, he's like a uh, like a nineteen twenties style detective. Yeah, and like he talks like one too. Uh-huh. So like when he comes to investigate you, he's like, he's like, man, look here, see, my name is Anton Chekhov, Private Eye, man. What the fuck, Pat? And he goes, I'll tell you one thing. He goes, I'll tell you one thing about you, Brooksy. I've heard you've got your fingers and pies all over town, kid. Is that a fat joke? And he goes, he goes, look here, kid. If you don't stop screwing around, it'll be ring-a-ding-ding for you. My girlfriend is missing. I am probably a fucking wreck. Right. And he, yeah, and he thinks you're a wreck because you did it. But you didn't. So don't worry. What the fuck is going on? Anton Chekhov, private eye, looks you in the eyes, and he goes, uh, Where's my girlfriend, Pat? Who knows? And he goes, Look here. Jesus Christ. He goes, I'm coming for you, Brooksy. I'm coming for you. Dude, sweet. I say, Fuck off. I say, Fuck you, Anton. My girlfriend is missing. I don't want, I'm not going to put up with your dumb shit. You're an asshole. You're harassing me. I didn't fucking do it. I go, you're harassing me, dude. Fuck off is what I would tell him. I'd be a wreck, man. Yeah. And, and, he, and, he, and he just goes, um, he just looks at you and he goes, man, you haven't seen the last of fuck me. Fuck off. Goes, you haven't seen the last of Go fuck Anton yourself. Chekhov, I'm, leave, I'm walking away. Yeah. I say, fuck you. I'm being harassed. I'm being harassed by Anton Chekhov <laughs> for something I didn't fucking do. As he walks away, he looks over his shoulder and he just goes, I don't give a fuck. He goes, I'll be seeing you again soon, kid. Real soon. You never see him again. Good. Thank God. Uh, so the Wizard of Baltimore is like, all right. He goes, you sure you don't want the... No, I can't. It's against my fucking lease, dude. I can't. I told you, I can't have a chicken here. I can't have a chicken. I don't know how to take care of a chicken. You know? Yeah. I that's like a, I have to build a coop. Either I I have to number one, I have to move. <laughs> okay. Number two, I have to move to a place like I have a chicken. How many apartment complexes in Austin are gonna let me have a fucking chicken? Probably not that many. I'd have to I'd have to do that and I have to have a coop like I'm I'm not an ideal candidate for this chicken. He goes um all right. He goes well. 
See you later, I guess. He opens the door to your apartment. I said, you, I could tell somebody. I, I know somebody who might want it. I could tell them. He goes, oh, who? I used to work with a lady who had chickens. What's her name? Her name's Kelly. And he goes, oh, do you have like a, like a phone number you can give me? I or? could, I could Facebook message her if you want. He goes, oh, that'd be great. Great, leave me. I'd take his contact info. He, he goes, hold on, I'll, let, let me friend you on Facebook. Yeah, you're like a ding. You look down at your phone. It says one new friend request from the Wizard of Baltimore. His profile picture is a. Uh, it's him. He's holding uh like he's holding like a crab cake. Yeah. In one hand. Yeah. In the other hand, he's just giving the finger. All right. It's flames around the edge of the picture. Okay. That's it looks pretty, pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Okay. I add him. I say I will message her and I will tell her I have somebody who's looking to give away a chicken and I know she keeps chickens, so she might He goes, All right, appreciate it, Aaron. Yeah. Uh he kinda like holds up the chicken. Yeah. It starts flapping its uh, wings, they like fly away. The fuck, Pat? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you message that woman? Yeah. What do you tell her? I don't know. I would say, hey, Kelly. Um, I I don't I know you kept. I thought you kept chickens at one point, or you knew somebody who did. Uh, I have somebody who's given one away. Apparently, gives good eggs. What do you want it? A second later, like that little icon shifts down so that you know that she's seen the message. Yeah. She defriends you immediately. What the fuck, Pat? So uh, the next day, you're... why would she do that? Why the fu- I know other people who have chickens. I know like four or five people who have chickens. I guess maybe just she so thought it was a weird okay. question. I, I would I message. Know. I would message a different friend who has chickens. Who? This guy Dylan. What do you say? I say, hey Dylan, I know you kept chickens. Uh, I've got a guy who's given one away. Apparently he has great eggs. I don't know. I could put you in touch with him if you want. If you're not interested, I'll just let him know. He goes, hope you're well. He goes, hey, Aaron. Hope you're well, too. I'd love that chicken. I love chicken. I go, great. Um, Is there a number I can give to this guy to have him call you? Yeah, he gives you his phone number and stuff. Okay, so I'd say, okay, great. I'll uh, I'll let him know. It's 512 Okay. Uh, five 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 six nine six nine. That seems four twenty. Okay, that's too many digits. Uh, I okay. I say okay. I'll have him give you a call. He goes, thanks. Later, later, skater. I would say see you, see you later, dude. And I would message the Wizard of Baltimore and say, hey, it's my friend Dylan. It's, his photo is one of those like it's like a moving photo you know what i mean yeah so his profile picture the flames around the edges are like constantly mo- in motion oh. it's almost hypnotic like he's a dark elf yeah and like it's almost like like you kind of squint to be like what the hell am i looking at and get closer and like you can swear your face gets warmer it's outlined in flames that's yeah. weird uh i would think i would think that's very strange and i would message him and say hey uh my friend who has chickens could would be happy to take it. Here's his number. Here's his name. Best of luck to you. His response. And even though it's like text, you can still hear that gutter trash accent that he has. Ugh. And he's like, all right, thanks, Aaron. I appreciate it. Uh, I will get in contact with him. Almost every word is misspelled in this message, sure. by the way. Okay, that's fine. So um, not everybody's, you know, good with typing. The next day you're arrested. 
Why the fuck am I arrested, Pat? For the disappearance of your girlfriend. You're taking Why? They're like, well, we've uncovered some pretty interesting evidence. What? And they go, you'll know it when you see it. Okay. And uh, they take you in, and um, you're put in like, jail and stuff while I, you're at a waiting trial. I would have a lawyer. Right. I don't like get out or anything. No. You you uh um, What the fuck? Why? You don't you don't have any money. You don't have enough money for it. So I ju- I'm just going to sit in jail until my trial for this thing that I'm not guilty of. Yeah, it's a 10 billion dollar bail. Fuck you, Pat. You know what? So um how long am I in there? Well, so they kind of like forget about you. That's a fuck you. Like they they God have like an automated it. thing set up where like how does nobody ever ask of where did Aaron go? He went to jail. When's he coming out? Maybe we should talk to him. Send him a book. There was like a bunch of like uh, clerical errors and uh, and all these you know weird kind of improbable things happened to where nobody investigates my where my location. Yeah, one in a million chance, brother. My family doesn't no. wonder where I am. Well, yeah, but they never know. Why? Why can't they know where I am? I'm in. I'm just in jail. They gave them the wrong name. You're in a a jail called uh, Jefferson Patrick Memorial Jail. Jefferson Patrick was like the toughest cop that's ever existed. This guy, like, he became a cop when he was ten, and he died. How? How? He that's just, he's breaking a law already. Because he was. You know why? He's a damn good cop. How does a 10-year-old become a cop, Pat? By being the most badass cop you can be. He's 10 years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy child. story. He uh, lived to be 90, and then, uh, you know, and he actually died in uniform. Like, he was a cop for 80 years straight. Never missed a day. <sighs> that sucks. He was two days away from retirement. Why? That's not how retirement works. So that's, uh, so you're in the Jefferson Patrick Memorial Jail. Uh, but they mis- mixed it up, and they told your family that you were in the Patrick Jefferson Memorial Jail. Patrick Jefferson is like the worst cop who's ever lived. Um, Wouldn't I get a phone call at some point? <laughs> Wouldn't I get a phone call so I could call my my loving mother and, yeah. and like say, hey, I don't know what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you're supposed to, but they just they just take it as like the ramblings of a crazy person. So uh, you're Jesus in jail for uh, 69 years. God damn it, Pat. And then one day somebody like walks in. This fucking sucks. And they see you and they're like, what the hell? Who are you? I don't even I don't even know who I am anymore. You know? I've spent 70 years in 69. In 69 years in jail. And you've you've been marking uh, on the walls like how many days there's been. And once you realize that it's your 69th year, you kind of like for a second just kind of like laugh a little bit. Because you're like, ah, oh, that's a little funny. And the guy's like, holy shit. And uh, basically, uh, he's like, hold on one sec. He comes back. It's, it's kind of in a, a, set, a part of the jail that isn't visited a lot. There's not a lot of people. So I, I never get the opportunity to speak to a lawyer. No. I never get the opportunity to have a phone call. No. I just get stuck in jail, and nobody lets me do anything at all? Like, forever? No, it's a huge miscarriage of justice. And so basically what happens is the, damn it. the officials are like, hey- uh, but how are you? First I've, of all, I've been in jail for sixty nine years, and he kind of goes, <clears throat> "Yeah, sixty nine is yeah." But what the fuck do you want? He goes, "Look, uh, so 
I looked in your case, and uh, you totally didn't kill your girlfriend. Yeah, no shit. I've been telling you that for the last 69 years. She had just, like, she uh, gone for a hike, and she, like, hit her head, and she had amnesia for, like, two months. But, like, she came back, and she was like, where's Aaron? And they're like, uh-oh. So they go, well, look, here's the deal. Jesus um, Christ. You're like a a super old man now. It sucks. And he goes, look, we're in the future. So um, we feel really bad for everything that happened. Uh, so we're just going to like de-age you and give you your life back. They push. A, he, he takes out like a, a gun, points it at you, pulls a trigger. A little like green light comes out, hits you. And you're 34 years old again in the future. That fucking sucks. That sucks so bad. (laughs) I've just spent almost 70 years in jail. 69. And now you put me back at 34. I was ready to die. I was ready to... I'm frankly amazed that I'm still alive. I would have hung myself a long time ago. So they're like, all right, uh, well, good luck. Good luck in the future, my friend. This fucking sucks. Uh, They kind of hustle you out. They're like, it's kind of rude in all honesty. And I see a lawyer immediately. Yeah. So um, find a lawyer. Yeah. You find a lawyer and stuff. But like the future is a little weird. Like law is different than so. They can um, just do that. Well, they go, look, what can we do? What happened in the past? This is the future. Why did you de-age me without my consent? You just de-aged me. They go, yeah, we just felt so bad. What if I didn't want that? What if I just wanted to sit there and die in that jail? Like, fuck you. They go, oh, no, that's so depressing. So uh, I hate you, this so much. You this at, one sucks, Pat. You look into getting like a, a job. I hate it. And um, you notice that there's like a local uh, hot sauce company. La Boca Roja. They uh, need a spokesman and you kind of like trudge in and you're like, you're kind of depressed and uh, you're like, you're not even paying attention to what you're doing. You just walk into the La Boca Roja corporate headquarters and uh, this guy looks up and he sees you and he's like, holy shit. There he is. That's the face of our new campaign. Sucks. The hot sauce hunk. They offer you uh, $80,000 in future dollars. What does that even mean, Pat? How the fuck am I supposed to know what that means? Oh, uh, well, future dollars, uh, it's currency, but it's instead of being green, it's, uh, it's like bright yellow. It's a little off-putting. So they offer you uh, $80,000. Uh, what would fu- that be in today's dollars? Like, what's like infl- oh, oh, yeah, inflation? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Adjusted for inflation, it is worth... $69,000. Do you take the job to be the hot sauce hunk? I don't know anything about how commerce works at this point. I don't know if $69,000 is enough to sustain a life at this point in time. Well, yeah, you can get an apartment and rent it for like, um, I don't know, a thousand future dollars a month. They call it future dollars too. It's kind of like I said, the future is fucking weird. Do you take the job? Yeah, yeah, 
Of course I would take the job. So you become the face of La Boca Roja and you like this sucks. You're the hot sauce honk. And I know, this sucks so bad. You do stuff like in the commercials where like you pour hot sauce on your head, like really sexy and stuff like that. And like one of them, you rub them on your nipples and stuff and hot sauce. Yeah, man. I mean, you, you don't actually like use real hot sauce in the commercial. It's, it's, it's just like water that looks like hot sauce. Because they're like, look, look, we're you know, we're looking out for you here, bud. We want you to hurt yourself. It sparks like a national like craze for hot sauce. What year do I put down when I apply for this job? When I put the application down and it says age, what do I tell them? What what's my well, what date of birth? Huh? Well, what would you tell them? I I don't know, Pat. I don't know what day it is. Uh, all I would know is like my date of birth, which would make me over a hundred years old yeah you you put that you put down your original birth and he looks at it and he just goes huh he looks up at you and he goes man you look fucking great dude so uh it becomes like this uh national craze people are going crazy for this hot sauce okay uh one night you're hanging out you're in your future bed is that just like a regular bed but in the future it's a it's a race car bed all right let's turn around a little bit Every uh, night when you go to bed, in the future bed, you like lay down, you snuggle up, and you like pretend you're actually inside a race car. Yeah. And you start going, check, 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 revving that fucking engine. Yeah. The check car lives. So you're in there and you're, uh, you're, you're about to fall asleep. Yeah. When suddenly it feels like a little colder in the room than it was before. Yeah, what the fuck? You look up and standing in front of you is a man. He is without a doubt the most bald man you've ever seen in your life. Like to the point that you actually forget every other bald person you've ever met for a moment. It's like he's the ultimate bald man. His eyes are deep blue. They remind you of that fateful day, dot, dot, dot. Oh. The sky. You thought that was the most blue thing you ever seen in your life until you saw this fucker's eyeballs. I fucking knew it. His teeth are like sharks. Just (sighs) rows of tiny killing machines inside that dark mouth of his. Yeah. The sky is intense. He's fucking intense. His suit is the sharpest suit you've ever seen in your life. Holy shit. It's like he's wearing a switchblade. He looks at you. He goes, uh, hello, Aaron. I'm Ice Bones Jones. He goes, I'm head of communications for the Lanalax Corporation. We want the recipe. The recipe? For La Boca Roja. I'm just a spokesman. I don't know the recipe. I literally got released from jail. Can you help me? I got. I was stuck in jail for seventy, almost. For, I, I was stuck in jail for sixty-nine years. I didn't do anything. He's the first person to not smirk when you say that. This guy's taking this seriously. He goes. There was yeah. a, there was an error in the jail system. I was put in jail for killing my girlfriend, which I never did. Yeah. He goes. I I know. I, I read all about it. He goes. We have a file on everyone. He goes, we want that recipe. Can 
I'll come by here tomorrow to get it. He walks away. I say, wait. I say, I'll give it to you on one condition. He turns around and looks at you. You finally meet his gaze. He goes, what's the condition? I want to know what happened to my girlfriend. I want to know if she had a good life. I want to see her file. I don't know. I want to know if it's good. I want to know it. If not, sure. Don't bring me anything. He looks at you. He just goes, yeah, just uh, check the drawer. Walks out. As he walks away, it's like you hear the sound of uh, snow being crushed underneath a boot. Okay. You look over at your drawer that he pointed at. Yeah. Do you open it? Yeah. Standing there, or not standing there. I'm assuming she's dead at this point. Well, yeah, it's 69 years in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Her file is in there. Yeah. It says Aaron's girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. You read it. And, um, man, she set out to accomplish, she accomplished everything she set out to do. That's great. You read it. She got, uh, you know, she, she came home. You were gone a few years later. She, uh, she married just a wonderful guy. Just like, wow. What a, what a genuinely good dude. Excellent. You read about like his accomplishments and the things he's done for his community. And you're like, wow, this guy's wow. You know what? At first, you're like, oh man. But you're like, you know what? Hey, I see what he, I see what she saw in him. Good. His name is Vince Roberts. <laughs> yeah. They have uh, uh, three sons. Wow. Okay. One, of, one of them becomes the president of the United States of Holy America. Holy shit, man! Yeah. She made the right. She made the right call. President uh, Pookie Roberts. Okay. It's a family name. Okay. So, and you look at it and you're just like, man, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Her oldest son, they named it after you. Yeah. Vince was, was totally understanding. He's like, yeah, he's like, look, I get it. Like this, you know, he was a very important person to you and he's, he's gone. He's probably dead. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, yeah, Vince, Vince, but he, but he meant it. He, he had no idea you were alive. Sure. And so he he's know? like, yeah, like I get it. Like, I get it. Cool. His full name is Aaron Babushka Roberts. Also a family name. Yeah. Okay. Vince says had a very strange family. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so the next day, do you? What do you do? Do you steal the recipe? Do you uh, ask me? Yeah, I would. Yeah. You go in. Uh. Your uh, boss is there, Mike Sandarsky, and you go into his office, and he's like, "Oh, Aaron, hey, good to see you." And he goes, "Hold on, I'll be right back. I gotta take a fucking shit." And he runs to the the bathroom, holding his his butt, and he goes, "Oh, I'm not gonna make it." Oh man, that's he crashes through the door. Yeah. A second later, you just hear him go, "Oh, thank God." Okay, well, that's good. On the desk is the recipe. Yeah. He was like studying it. Yeah. He finds inspiration whenever he reads the recipe to La Boca Roja. Okay. And he's totally trusts you. You're the hot sauce hunk. Okay. What do you do? I would take a video on my phone. Yeah. With of the recipe. 
front and back. You know, I tried it. I'd take as much video as I could that gave me an idea of how to make it. Yeah. Whatever information I could gather. And I would take that. I wouldn't steal the the paper, but I'd steal the recipe. Sure. Because I don't want to, because then it's like, well, then it's clearly I did it and there's going to be like people looking for me. Yeah. This is a, a cleaner way to do it. So you do that. You videotape it. You make sure you get all the info. Mike walks back in sits down he goes oh man i don't even want to talk about it the shit he just took yeah and you're like all right and you leave uh you go home uh that night there's a a knock on your door what do you do look through the people it's ice bones jones i open my door he goes do you have it i say yeah uh we come in walks in I, um, I'd say Mr. Icebones Jones, I didn't want to steal the physical paper so as to draw no suspicion, but I, I recorded the, the paper. Yeah. He goes, I, he goes, I don't give a shit. Just show it to me. Okay. So I show it to him. He looks at it. He goes, okay. He kind of taps his head. He's like, it's up here. Okay. Do you want me to, can I, do you want me to email you this? Or like send it to you the video file. He goes, actually, that'd be kind of helpful. You yeah. send it to um, this guy who works for Landlines Corporation. Uh, his email, his name is Dave Rule R U H L, and his email is Dave Rule Rules at yahoo.com. Okay. You send him the video. He responds back immediately. He's like, "Thanks, great." And then he get ice phones Jones. He's like, "All right, well, I guess uh, our transaction is complete." Thank you. Can you help me out with the jail thing at all? Or he goes, uh, yeah, I think I can. And then he slashes your throat. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> he does it so fast that for a moment you're like, fuck what just, you. Like what just happened? And then like the blood spurts out of your fucking neck. Somehow none of it gets on Ice Bones Jones, even though he's standing right in front of you. I spent my last seconds happy with the knowledge that my girlfriend led a good life yeah after i was unfairly incarcerated for the best years of my life for the remainder of my life i'm really happy she had a good one the last thing you hear is him going oh that wasn't real god he goes yeah boulder fell on her like god damn it that's why she disappeared and he kicks your head off your body it. it crashes through uh the window lands in uh a dog park. It's devoured immediately. <laughs> he couldn't trust you. That's why I killed you. Sold out La Boca Roja, man. Fuck you. <laughs>